You're listening to the Mighty Beast Podcast, Episode 7, Roar. Hello and welcome back to the Mighty Beast Podcast, Episode 7. I'm your host, Sean Pierre, at Sean Pierre on Instagram. Actually, it's at Sean underscore Pierre underscore on Instagram. On Facebook, it's going to be facebook.com slash Sean Pierre Photo, just how it sounds. Hello. It is Monday, January 7th. Um, it's about 10.30 p.m. at night. Uh, just wanted to say thank you to all the people that have made uh, this podcast this podcast what it is because it's I started back in June, July of last year, and up until now, I mean, there was a lot of breaks in between, but um, the great thing is, thanks to you guys, I mean, I've got listens, which is great, because if I didn't have any listens, or if I had one or two listens, I probably wouldn't be doing this anymore. I probably would, but um, again, I started this project just to kind of get my speaking better and um, not to be such a pussy on the mic, so uh, thank you guys for for listening and to anyone that's been subscribing um thank you thank you so much um great weekend uh great couple days the last couple days i mean it's uh 2019 has been great so far um last uh last podcast on weed wednesdays i went through uh finally getting my first client for real estate photo video and website which was a big deal for me i don't have to go too far into that but um it's just another grind just keep going keep going keep going so um a lot of that um a lot of people don't know that i am a property manager which kind of sucks as a job title but it's one of my side hustles you know i i'm a commercial property manager so i watch over these big warehouses and uh buildings in san francisco so um i just acquired two more which are uh properties that i actually used to manage before Uh, one actually is you know just to not to give too much away but there's a lot of grow houses in the bayview so you know there's some of those in there but um things are looking up you know it's it's tough to live in san francisco and it's tough to be an entrepreneur and it's tough to uh live the life until you know the end game where where you're comfortable and you have disposable income so that's that's what i'm striving for i'm trying to make a better life for my kids and my wife so um it's a grind you know like uh i get two more properties uh next month and i may cut it at that but uh we'll see i mean we'll we'll see what happens and um i mean the more properties i do take on the more money i do make so um you know that's that's been holding me over you know other than that i'm doing a lot of real estate stuff and um big things coming in 2019 and can't wait to show you what i've been working on uh hopefully this podcast will transition over to having video and youtube and stuff like that but uh we'll see um i'm pretty happy the with the way the podcast has been going and you know i'm adding some new elements coming up and yeah you'll see um so uh this past week um i was able to take a little bit of time off 
from everything, uh, my wife and I, we went out with her sister and my, uh, her sister and her brother-in-law went out to a sea ranch. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with sea ranch, um, but it's up north, uh, past <clears throat> Santa Rosa, Petaluma and all that stuff. It's actually along the coast. It's, it's probably the farthest part on the West coast. I mean, you can see the Pacific, I mean, you're literally on the one on the Pacific ocean, um, beautiful scenic drive i mean this this is the type of drive that made me fall in love with miatas and don't laugh because until you've driven a fucking miata don't fucking laugh all right it's a great fucking car it's agile as shit and it's expensive right now because everyone wants one um but i've been up there a few times uh maybe three or four times and each time has always been you know great great experience uh um my wife's uh, brother-in-law has a uh, has some relatives that own some property up there, and they they sit on a couple like two I think two acres of land. So our our dogs were able to uh, roam around and you know live the life that they should be living because you know being a dog over here in the city kind of sucks. While you're stuck, dogs are just stuck inside their fucking house. Or I mean, if you're a real baller, you have a, a yard which is non-existent here in San Francisco, but um it it was amazing I, I love seeing the dogs happy and being able to roam around without any restrictions and stuff like that so um yeah the the place was was beautiful um amazing drive um speaking of dogs um dogs just keep pooing you know the uh uh, we had another, I have two dogs, I have a black lab, and I have a, a, a puggle, which is a pug and a beagle mix, and they probably shit more shit than, than all of us humans in the house, and that's including, you know, two other, two other kids that were with us, they probably shit more than all of us combined, like, they were shitting like crazy, one even shit inside the house, we don't know which one did it, we're kind of like trying to figure out who shit, but my, my dog shit, it's pretty stable, like it's not very wet, and the the poo that we found was a little bit away because I was the one that picked it up. Um, <clears throat> a lot of turkeys in Sea Ranch. Um, just to give you a background on Sea Ranch, Sea Ranch is it's more of like a, it's along the Sonoma coast. I think that's what they call, it, but we're in Mendocino County at that point, um, which is part of the. I think it's part of the Green Triangle. I don't know. Um, but a lot of turkeys. Uh, these are winged turkeys that can fly. I don't think you would eat these turkeys, but when they poo, they poo like humans, which is fucking nasty. Um, but you know that's their that's their shit. Like they live up in the trees and they come down, they hang out, and um, it's pitch fucking dark out there at nighttime. So you know I'm walking to dogs and you know and. I'll start hearing sounds and shit, and it's just the turkeys chilling up on top of the trees. It sounds like some fucking ghosts, and it sounds like there's some vampires chilling over there, but, you know, it is what it is. It really is. Um, first night, we uh, we decided, we, we arrived around maybe like 3 o'clock, 3.30 p.m. Uh, we decided to stay in and kind of enjoy the sunset, because the view is amazing. I took some photos. I'm probably not going to, you probably won't even see them, because I don't, share my photos much anymore but um 
amazing view from from the house you can pretty much see the pacific ocean you can see the endless amount of water uh we decided to all kind of cook uh cook dinner my wife and i we made kind of like a um like a garlic and tomato ragu ish pasta and then uh i I call him my brother-in-law my my brother-in-law jeff he um he makes some veggie crunch wraps and stuff like that and you know wines popped and or not wine but champagne's popped wine is corked uh beer is open we didn't we didn't bring any whiskey just because we wanted to keep it you know keep it real um but i did bring some weed i mean and if any of you guys saw my instagram um i tried flying my drone and there's no cell phone service there which fucking sucks um, but I was flying my drone because I wanted to really capture this sun, this beautiful sunset um, along the coast, and <clears throat> without any cell phone service, um, my GPS wasn't working on my drone. And I was like, yeah, whatever, you know, I'll, I'll go ahead and fly anyways. And I ended up losing my fucking drone for a couple minutes. And for those of you that own a drone or an expensive drone, that shit's not fucking cheap. Um, I literally lost it for maybe about five to ten minutes, and I was like, "That's it, shit's gonna fucking shit's fucking gone." Luckily, um, these drones are that smart, and mind you, I'm I'm not, you know, an expert drone pilot by by trade at all. You know, I am a licensed pilot, but I'm still learning on the fly, and I'm still learning all the features on this thing. But you know, I my last ditch effort to find it, I just hit. I didn't think it was going to find me, but I hit the return to home um, button and it didn't return all the way home, but I ended up hearing it, which is enough for me to actually get it back. So it um, it it ended up finding its way back to me and um, I was relieved because I would have been out 20 something hundred dollars off of this drone if I didn't find this fucking drone. And you know, it's karma for me for trying to be a badass, trying to show all the kids in my little fucking plane or my little helicopter. And, you know, I was, I thought I was a shit. I was like, oh, check this out, boo. And then I fucking lose it. And it's not the most um, fun thing to lose your drone. But uh, the great thing was the next day I saw another beautiful sunset and, uh, all I had to do was connect to the Wi-Fi and everything was all good. I mean, I had a GPS, like I was able to fly back. It was great. It was great. Uh, another thing that I haven't done in a while, or I've never, I've never done, is try to take photos of stars. And that's because out here you can't really see the stars. Um, out there, the stars are ridiculous. Um, I had my Canon T5i. I think that's what I have. A T5i Rebel with me and. I had a 24 millimeter uh, pancake lens and I set it to, I think it was f-stop, I think it was like 8 or 11 or something like that, then I just put a 30 second timer on it uh, and I, I actually got some really good shots of the stars and man, if you could see this stuff, it's 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 like nothing you've ever seen. I mean. I'm sure if you're from like another state or something like that where the stars are plentiful and you can see it. But man, me being a city boy, I barely get to see stars. And this was the first time that I was really mesmerized by it. I had to take a photo. Um, 
what did we do uh, we we ended up going on a beach trail on along the the coast and it was amazing my kid loves his little cousin so you know my kid's super shy but whenever he's around his little cousin Katya she, she just brings out the best in him and um she was able to kind of you know take him and you know he's still literally like two and a two years old in a couple months and he's still pretty shy but she brings out you know his true um nature which is you know he's still a little shy but he's super active when he's not around like regular people when he's around us he's kind of a dick kind of an asshole sometimes but um he you know he shells up when he sees people that he doesn't really know but when he's around his cousin actually cousins uh with uh, her little brother's name is Nico. He just turned three, so they're all kind of like this trio of of cousins. And there's also another one, but but he wasn't over there. But um, uh, he was able to kind of experience uh seeing the seeing the water and being along the beach, and it was it was great. I, I love seeing how happy he is, and it was really cool, really cool to see just him break out of his shell. Uh, we went out to uh, eat right after along uh, the coastal town called Gualala. Not sure if you guys are familiar with that place, but it's kind of a touristy place. Um, Any more, maybe like five or six miles up is just straight hillbilly. But this is kind of like the bed and breakfast retiree. Everyone owns a Tesla for some fucking reason because it's I don't know how the fuck people charge up if. You know, from here to the next supercharged station is I don't know how many fucking miles, but uh, we we ended up going to a, a Thai place out there and not I mean in in a town like that it's a very small town, not many Asian restaurants, but there was a Thai place, um, probably the first Thai place that uh that had a kind of like a, a greeter that was white you know and then the rest of the staff was just all white um and i was facing you know the door but my sister-in-law said that she saw whoever was in the back there was a thai person in the back which is i was like let me see a fucking thai person because this is a fucking thai restaurant i want to see a fucking thai person cooking my fucking food not that i'm trying to be you know like a, a prince or anything like that but I fucking love Thai food. And if it's not made by a Thai person, it's not Thai food. But apparently, it was made by a Thai person. Um, place wasn't cheap either. Um, food was very good. I mean, it, we just to give you an idea of what we, we ordered, we ordered some Tom Ka soup, which is the coconut soup. We got it with tofu. Then we got the Tom Yum with chicken, which is like a hot, it's kind of like a sweet and sour almost tamarind soup um we got some pad thai which was hugely not hugely but which was so undersized for the price um, but it was very tasty it was beef pad thai um <clears throat> then we had for some fucking reason we had um orange chicken I think we're supposed to get praram, you know, the peanut butter-ish type beef or something like that. But we in, we settled for orange chicken because we thought maybe the kids will eat it. 
but I must say it was delicious. It didn't taste like the orange chicken from like Panda Express or anything like that, but it tasted like oranges. Overall, you know, we paid about 80 something dollars with tip, but um, I think if we would have spent the same amount of money here in San Francisco, we would have probably been better off. But, you know, for the experience going out there, it's Thai food and whatnot, but I wanted to see some fucking Thai, Thai people. That, I mean, yeah. Um, on the on the last night, uh, we ended up cooking again for dinner, which was great because um, you know just cooking in general, just as a family, is, is super fun for me because that's what we used to do. Uh, that's what my parents used to do with their relatives and whatnot. So we're kind of following suit. Uh, we didn't have any olive oil. A bunch of us forgot to bring, not a bunch of us, but we forgot to bring some olive oil. So, you know, Jeff and I w- took the boys, you know, my, my son and his son, Nico. Um, we went to the local store. And this store, it's it's kind of like a general store where they kind of have everything because there's not many chains out there as far as like lucky safeway or anything like that but there are like little corner stores that kind of have at least one of everything like if you need condoms i'm sure they have condoms Um, they have cat food which is fucking ironic they have wine they have um they have champagne you know it's also mixed with a coffee shop and mixed with a a pastry shop it's just kind of like an all-in-one stop which is kind of cool because you don't see that many you see i mean that's a liquor store over here but yeah noticeably different i mean the the vibe and the people of course um didn't see too many asian people um but saw a lot of teslas like i said um but a beautiful store nonetheless uh ended up getting a quiche over there i mean if if you don't know what quiche is it's pretty much like a bake like a baked little pie but it's mostly egg and breakfast food but amazing quiches um but we ended up buying some some olive oil uh there and uh wasn't wasn't very cheap either but i mean what are you gonna do i mean i'm sure if you buy condoms they're probably expensive there too or if you buy lube, it's probably expensive there too. Anyhow, we got some olive oil, went back to the house, um, and got to drinking. Uh, my sister-in-law, she ended up cooking some shells and some ricotta pasta-ish dishes. Uh, I was in charge of making some roasted carrots, which is some straight white people shit, but um, I love it. Um, and then... Then came the steaks. Jeff was amazing. He brought some steaks from Lenardi's. If you guys aren't familiar with Lenardi's, it's kind of, uh, um, you know, it's not like the chains. It's more high-end food, more uh, healthier. I don't know if you'd call it healthier food, but, you know, they got grass-fed beef and stuff. He brought two filet mignons and two ribeyes. Holy shit, man. I was so full that I almost had the gout. No, I never get gout, but... I was pretty damn close to the gout, um, but uh, 
he was he was manning the grill. You know, I was just drinking away. I mean, I didn't really have good sleep. For me, I stupidly bought a Tempur-Pedic mattress, and now I can't sleep on any other mattress. No matter where I'm at, it's fucking weird. I can't sleep. I couldn't sleep both days because um, my my son was also in the middle of us, and I haven't done that since he was like a year old or even less. So he was kind of co-sleeping with us. <clears throat> we made the mistake by bringing Play-Doh, and um, now all the Play-Doh colors are mixed. Um, but it was a huge mess. Uh, but overall... I advise you guys to try to go out to Sea Ranch or try to go out to along the coast or something like that because it's so beautiful up there. I mean, it's 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 a, it's a great break from the city. And if you guys hear me right now, I'm putting on my jacket because um, probably gonna go outside and smoke. I know it's not Weed Wednesdays yet, but uh, my uh, my wife's been ever since we got back. You know, we we kind of. My wife hasn't been feeling well. Um, she had a little bit of food poisoning uh, due to, from what I think, is either a pork overload because we were coming back from Sea Ranch and we stopped over in Petaluma to this pho restaurant, or this uh, Vietnamese restaurant, very well put together. I think it's called Pho Sonoma. Which was a place. So shout out to Fa Sonoma because it was one of the more um, beautiful pho places or beautiful, beautiful uh, Vietnamese restaurants. It was wide open, beautiful color scheme, modern decor, and everything like that. You just don't get that around here. Pho places here or Vietnamese places here, they're all kind of grimy, but that's kind of what makes it what it is, right? Um, but we're going to start moving. Um, but yeah, I. I I think it was probably, I don't think it was that particular restaurant because we, we ate there. Oh man, I forgot to mention this shit too. After we ate at the Vietnamese place, I, and just to let you know what I ordered, I ordered um, a vermicelli bowl, you know, like some beef, some, some, I like, you know, beef and egg roll or something like that, or like a lemongrass beef and egg roll type type uh, bowl and my wife ordered her usual pork chop and rice plate which was amazing and my my son loves Vietnamese food Vietnamese and Thai food are his shit so you want to win my son over bring some pad CU beef or some fucking pork chop over rice um so after that, hold on one second. Going outside. Uh, after that, we ended up going to this uh, creamery down the street. We ended up walking. It was so cute because my uh, my son and uh, Jeff's daughter uh, they were walking on their own in the streets, and I had to kind of make sure they were safe. And um, it was just cute watching. I'm saying cute on the fucking podcast. Um, it was just great seeing them walk together. And again, you know, my son's very shy, but when he's with his cousins, they just open him up. Uh, what's his creamery? And uh, I don't really like. I don't. I was never a fan of 
banana splits until I met my wife. Um, amazing, amazing shit. Hold on. Just good. Just to let y'all know, smoking some Candyland. It's not Weed Wednesdays, all right? But I am smoking. <coughs> oh shit. Anyways. Um, so once this creamery got a banana split, uh, fuck man. And they, they ask you, you know, what do you want on your banana split? Like, do you want a double? Do you want a triple? I didn't know what the fuck I was ordering because I'm not a pro at this shit. You know, the other kids, they got the two kids. I mean, my, uh, Jeff's kids, they got, uh, cookies and cream or something like that. Jeff got a Sunday. My sister-in-law, Sheena got a Sunday. And my wife and I said, hey, let's, let's do a banana split. So, you know, when I got up to the register, they asked me what, what flavors I wanted. And, you know, my wife and I had a consensus vote. Got pistachio ice cream and vanilla bean, right? I didn't know that the vanilla bean was going to be like sex in your mouth. For some fucking reason, this place, this fucking place has... Their ice cream is, it's not, you know that when you get ice cream from like a, a, a grocery store or some shit, the ice cream's so fucking hard to like scoop out or you need like to, you need to warm up your, your, your ice cream scooper. Just a nightmare sometimes. Or if you go to like Mitchell's out here in the city, you know, they got, <coughs> you know, their shit's off the hook. Or like if you go to any of those <coughs> other creameries out in the East Bay or the bay area this place i don't know what the what, what what was up with their consistency but it was it was like it wasn't even it, it was firm but it was soft but it was like almost like like when you're cutting in the cake you know what i mean oh my god it was amazing like we we went through that that whole fucking banana split like so quick even my son was attacking he was eating all the fucking whipped cream I gotta figure out what this place is called. When I get back to my computer, I'm gonna let y'all know what this fucking place was called. But to get back to the story, after we eat, eat at the pho place and then we end up going to the creamery, finally get home, I'd say around like, I mean like around 4.30, 5 o'clock. And my, my wife's hungry again. She ends up uh, ordering some Vietnamese sandwiches from a local place over here called uh, Ty's, T.Y. Sandwich, just up the street, right next to Hawaiian Drive-In and, uh, and El Farlito, the taqueria. And our thing was, hey, man, let's go, let's go order um, some sandwiches and some spring rolls. And when we place the order on the phone, the chick says that there's no more spring rolls. How the fuck do you have a Vietnamese sandwich place that's known for your spring rolls and your sandwiches? How the fuck do you run out of spring rolls at like five at five o'clock, and and you close at ten? What if I paid her a hundred bucks to to make some spring rolls? Do you think she'd make some spring rolls? Of course she would. So that was a strike. This is what I think. What fucked her, what what messed up my 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 wife's um, 
stomach. I think it was this fucking Vietnamese sandwich. I mean, it was a great sandwich, but usually we go to dinosaurs. Shout out to dinosaurs on Ocean or in Castro or in Pacifica or on Market. Dinosaur sandwiches. I think it's dinosaursandwiches.com. I don't know. But look them up. You know, it's a little bit pricier at dinosaurs, but it's worth the fucking money. And the spring rolls, holy fuck, man. They'll shit on anything you've ever, you've ever eaten. Any spring roll that you've ever eaten, I say, and this is just me, shits on any other spring roll. Hands down. It shits on any other sandwich. We're talking about food now because I think I'm high. Um, I didn't get the train today, man, so I'm a little wound up. Um, I'm going to put out this fucking joint because I can't smoke no more. It's just burning my throat. Anyways. Anyways. It's anyway, actually. Um, so, yeah, my, my wife gets a little bit of food poisoning. But she's okay. She's a trooper. She took, off, she took today off, you know. I wasn't off. I had to fucking work. You know, um, you know what was weird. I, yesterday I went to Safeway. Um, and before before I get into this, br- let's bring it back to the fu thing. Sorry. You know, Vietnamese places are very. It's a hot topic out here, man. It's like, where do you get your? Where do you? Where do you go? Or where? Do you, hey, man. Is a fucking big deal out here because one, that's probably where you see, like, especially on Saturdays or Sundays, a lot of hungover people thinking that fucking, thinking that, like, fuzz, like the end all be all of hangovers, which it is sometimes. Because all you need for me, if I'm hungover, I need, I need like a, like a beef noodle soup, beef noodle pho with like, um, you know the well done uh, brisket, and then the the rare beef on the side. You know, I used to get that number one and two, but man, I'm kind of cool off those beef balls. That's only that's my only gripe about the one, number one or the number two. Um, but hey, people are really serious about their fuck. For me, I like going to either. Kevin's is like my number two option. My number one option is Sunflower out in the Potrero. If you haven't been to Sunflower, damn, like they do it right. You know, they have a really specific menu. It's not like the the Kevin's or like the Fuhu Hips or the Fuss Saigons or the Fuck That Shit or, you know what I mean? It's It's always... It's always consistent and it's well put together and they have garlic noodles so try sunflower out in the potrero it's right across the street from um um go hill pizza my favorite fucking pizza so if you want to be a real sav go ahead and get yourself a vermicelli bowl over at sunflower and then go next door and get a pizza to go that's gout city
<clears throat> or that's like that's like asking for diarrhea. Like late night shits. Hmm. But fuzz fucking legit spiritual. My number three place? Where am I going? If I had a number three. Probably have to be like PPQ or like somewhere on like Irving or some shit or Clement. There's one of those fucking places. Um, I went to Turtle Power once. Not sure if that place was... I think I was just a little bit closed-minded at the time. Anyhow. Yeah, so that's that's where I would go for my fuck. If you guys haven't tried Sunflower, go there. Fuck. Um, I ran, I ran into a weird dilemma the other day. When I was at Safeway... Um, my wife told me, you know, cause she was, she had a little bit of food poisoning, so she couldn't really hold anything down. So her doctor was like, Hey, you know, drink some Gatorade to replace all that shit you're losing when you're throwing up her fucking diarrheaing and, um, eat some white bread, eat some salty crackers, um, some applesauce and man, when you so I you know I'm not a, I'm not rich man I'm and I'm not I don't have half the shit that a lot of people in this city have and um you know so I still shop at like Safeway like just my local Safeway I can't I can't afford the Whole Foods all the time but I, when I do hit up Whole Foods like I do I do damage too but you know one of the things I had to get was white bread was white bread and. um I haven't really eaten white bread in a long time. Just, yeah, just off top. And it was weird because when I was in the bread section, there was just so many fucking versions of white bread that I, like, I was just looking at it. I was like, what the fuck? Because I, I look, you know, you, when you think of white bread, you look for Wonder Bread. That's what I look for. And for some fucking reason... I was like, maybe I should stay away from fucking Wonder because I don't know. Is there like an organic version of white bread? or is, And then so I look at the organic shit. So mind you, Wonder Bread was like, it was like $3.99. It was $3.99 or like $4.99, one or the other. But then like they have this like Safeway white bread that's like $1.99. I was like, oh shit. Maybe I should just stick to the Safeway bread. And I just fucking had these weird dilemmas with myself i was literally standing there talking to myself trying to budget on this fucking white bread and then the next thing on my list was fucking applesauce and i go to that fucking applesauce and i I couldn't fucking find it because i was like where the fuck is the fucking applesauce i went through all the lanes i probably just like looked right through right walked right past it i finally had the balls to ask a fucking um an employee there and I go do you guys have fucking fucking applesauce I didn't say fucking but I was like do you guys have applesauce and she goes yeah it's in lane 8 uh, she, she knew exa- she knew exactly where it was at she knew she was lane 8 next to the thing next to the thing and I was just like I wasn't even listening I was just like lane 8 but thank you went over to lane 8 same fucking thing there's how many different fucking versions of applesauce there's 
applesauce that has cinnamon in it or there's like applesauce that's unsweetened or there's applesauce that's like um just regular applesauce or no sugar added and then all of a sudden there's just hella brands like those moths i mean moths is you know from from when you were a kid and then there was treetop you know treetop they make like some bomb ass fucking apple juice so I was having a fucking dilemma, like, damn, which one do I fucking get? And I was, this one was harder because they were the same price. So it's, like, <laughs> I'm just having a war with myself. Anyhow, um, yeah, weird dilemmas in just like the smallest fucking places, man. Went over to a Sammy's camera today. I wanted to see, I just wanted to see, right? I just wanted to see what they would give because what they do is they buy used camera equipment, right? Which is amazing because, you know, if you want to off your shit, you want to off your shit to like some good or the right people that'll, you know, sling it, price sling it back. Um, you, you, you go to a, a chain a store like that and they have that, that option. So why fucking not? I just, I was like, let me just bring my shit. Let me see what they say. So I bring my 5D Classic, which is one of the first full-frame professional cameras that they put out back in, like, the... Was it 2000 or, like, early, late... I'm sorry, the late 90s? It was a DCL, DSLR, but I, don't, I really don't know. I don't have the facts in front of me, but... <clears throat> one of my first full-frame uh, cameras. Uh, I also brought my 5D Mark III, which is, you know, my workhorse right now. It's just, for me, it's just not... It's cutting it with the photos. It's fine with the photos, but if I want an all-in-one camera that shoots video, also, I mean, this my camera now f- shoots video, but it's not to where real estate is now. Like my my camera's not ancient, but it's just not capable of keeping up with some of these new and crazy real estate videos and techniques. So I want to fucking trade. I want to I want to slang my camera to get a new camera. So. Um, I also bring my first lens I ever bought, like, that was worth a thousand bucks, which is my 24-70mm Mark One, and, man, that thing's been th- with me for, for, since the beginning, since, since I started doing it, doing this professionally, or wanted to do this professionally, but, um, yeah, I went over there, and then I, it was funny, because they fucking... They treat it just like a car, man. This is a fucking chain, so if they're gonna buy something off of you, they're gonna give you wholesale price for it. So, you know, every anytime someone buys something, it's always marked up, right? Anything that you buy is usually marked up. We know this, but um, he was only gonna give me eight hundred bucks for my fucking five D Mark III, and I was like, whoa, that's rough. I was like, aren't I better? And I don't I have a better chance of selling this shit on the net. And like getting a little bit more money for that, because man, I waited for that camera for years when I bought it, and I bought it for probably its first quarter retail price, which was already like three grand. I think it came up to thirty-two just on the body, and now it's not really worth shit because you know everything stuff stuff has been changing. There's all this four K mirrorless, all this shit, so. I'm going to try to slang it. We'll see if I can fucking slang it. Because I need me a 5D Mark IV and call it a day. Or I might get a Sony. Who knows? Um, 
but yeah i've been noticing a lot of these real estate photographers or real estate media artists let's let's just designate a title for us right off the bat like for us that do real estate photography video and just all real estate there should be a name we're gonna call it real estate photographer real estate media artist (laughs) rima real estate media artist (laughs) that sounds so fucking whack dude but hey i'm gonna stick to i'm gonna stick with it fuck it um probably put on a rash guard anyways um anyways i said anyways again fuck man cut that shit Let's get into the Facebook post breakdown. When I was gone, I noticed that a lot of people actually saw my posts. I don't know if people are paying attention anymore to, I don't know, like on Facebook, I just like posting articles. I don't really talk too much. Oh my God. (laughs) So... I got this one post from Flowcent, and it's it's hilarious. It's um, so caption is proof that marijuana really is safer than alcohol. So picture this. I'll run you through it. You should really look at these posts online. They're fucking hilarious. But these two freaking girls smoking weed, and one's chugging, one's chugging, and uh, the girl passes her the bong. And when I say chugging, the other girl is chugging like a bottle. And um, one of the girls passes the bong over to the chick that was chugging the bottle. You know, she kind of went a little stupid there. She took a chug of the bong water. (sighs) That must burn. Burn right down the throat. (sighs) I like how they're playing Cypress Hills hits from the bong. And she's like, I would fucking yak. I really would fucking yak. Something from Unilad uh, shows a burglar trying to rob, I think it looks like a vape shop. Really looks like a vape shop. I see some mods. Probably in another state, because San Francisco doesn't have this nice of a vape lounge, right? But the robber comes in, his pants are way low, and he's wearing a Denver... It looks like a Denver Broncos fucking sweater, dude. He's also wearing a red hat. He's on a heavier set. He looks like some some dad shoes. If I had to guess his age, he looks... Mid-30s? Walks in... The vape attend, the vape shop attendant is like, hey, what's going on? He pulls out a fucking gun. He drops the gun with his stupid gloves. I think he's wearing like dishwasher dishwashing gloves or some mechanics gloves. He tries to hop over to grab the gun, but his pants are so low that his 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 knees won't open up to to <laughs> to, to get on top of the counter to, to jump and get the gun. So the chick gets the gun. She doesn't even point it at him. She just looks like she's going to whip him with the pistol. And he's seen running out of the fucking, of the place. Hilarious. But the the funny part is he tries to hop the counter, but his pants are down because he's sagging. And 
his legs won't open up. Because... <laughs> his fucking... His fucking legs are stuck. Oh, God. <clears throat> From Food and Wine. Meet the pizza fork. You can buy a combo fork and pizza cutter on Kickstarter. Let's go see. This is kind of cool. So... Looks like a render, to be honest. Doesn't even look like a real... F- uh, maybe it is real. So it's a pizza slice being cut on the bottom, on the belly side of a fork. When I say belly side, picture the fork, and then you go down where you're holding the fork, you know, down the stem of the fork, or by the handle of the fork, right under the head where the pitchfork is. The handle convert into a pizza a circular pizza cutter and it has a handle and it cuts pizza <laughs> I want to see what the Kickstarter looks like launched in 2009 I wonder if like, the pizza fork is Eight thousand short of its ten thousand dollar goal. Hmm. That's amazing. And their pledge isn't even that high right now. They only have a thousand four hundred forty six pledged of a ten thousand dollar goal. I wonder what the video looks like. It's a render. Oh, come on, guys. You, you couldn't, like, use it in the fucking... This is a music. Oh, my God. It doesn't even show. It goes through steaks and chops, though. That's kind of a sell point right there. <clears throat> Imagine cutting your steak with that fucking thing. Can you believe what they're selling nowadays? You could probably sell a fucking, oh, a pocket of condoms, not even a, a box of condoms, like a pocket full of condoms. That's like three. And people think it's hipster or some shit. Fuck, man. They didn't even show this fucking thing work. Why would you buy this shit? Make one. Fuck. Next up in, um, I don't know what fucking state this is, man. It looks like one of the Midwest states because I don't see any minorities in this video. It's, it's pretty much a police chase on the news. Almost kind of like an OJ style chase. Then the car stops on the freeway and the guy gets out of his car and he's booking. He's trying to get away. And then this strong safety of a white man starts chasing from maybe like a hundred yards away and just spears him with a tackle it's fucking amazing holy shit he's coming from from deep spears him though pretty cool uh someone invented uh i don't know what's they built a giant star wars destroyer drone Oh, wow. 
Does it fly, dude? Oh my gosh, it fucking flies. Are you kidding me? It's amazing. And they kind of show you how they built it. Looks like it started out with corkboard. I guess they made it, they try to have to make it as light as possible. Is that foam core? It is foam core. And then I guess it transitions to foam. Dude, they make a fucking Star Wars destroyer into a drone. Like it's literally flying. These kids nowadays are insane. Like the propellers are huge on it though. You can tell they use some heavy duty shit. Let's see. They're showing it fly. Which is amazing. I mean, yeah. That's dope. Uh, posted this. Uh, I found this Instagram on, or this Instagram account called Fake Black Belts. Flake, flake. <laughs> Fake black belts. <laughs> fake black belts. At fake black belts. God, say that shit fucking how many times? Um, fake back. <laughs> fake black belts. So they just. It's kind of like a McDojo page, but man, it's hilarious. They got this one. And when you see these these guys, when they. Especially these pressure point type um martial artists you gotta like see like the, the way you know that it's a good martial artist is their the crew that they bring with them they look like their whole crew looks like fucking badasses dude you know that motherfucker's legit <laughs> all fucked and cauliflowered up and shit anyway so there it looks like they're inside this gym and there's a seminar going on and the funny thing is, is these guys are showing a group of young students and you can tell who they are because their their uniforms are black. The, the, the people demonstrating, not the students. Students are in white, of course. So his crew is doing a seminar and there's like a bunch of their black suited guys. I think there's even a black dude over there. And... Um, this guy kind of looks like Steve Perry from Germ, uh, Journey, uh, but with uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper hair. And um, he's going to demonstrate on this young student of his, dressed in black, just like he is. And I don't think he was gonna, expecting that stuff. But I mean, where the fuck do you throw a seminar? Where can you throw a, se a martial arts seminar inside of a fucking gym? A basketball gym, for that matter. You know how expensive that would be here in San Francisco? It'd be insane. But let's check it out. Oh, shit. <laughs> Look at his pupils. <laughs> he fucking smacks him across the fucking face. Oh, fuck. Dude, I would beat his ass. He's wearing fucking some fake Adidas pants. He's got all these patches on his fucking gi top. It's like, come on, dude. 
But he just fucking smacked the shit out of his own student. Look at his pupils. Get the fuck out of here. Oh my god. It's not rockets. Um, <laughs> so, someone put a slow-mo cam, probably 120 frames per second on a slow-mo of a guy f- blowing his nostril out. And, oh man, it's... His, I never knew there was so much mucus in someone's nose. I love the music. It's Oh my... Oh, like, it's like jet propulsion. They slow-moed on a booger, and it was just... Why was it kind of yellow? I posted something from... I grew up in the 70s and 80s. It's pretty much a picture of The Undertaker. (laughs) Macho Man Randy Savage, Bret Hart, Ultimate Warrior, and the British Bulldog. All in a, in a straight up squad fucking photo. Everyone's all roided up and shit. Fuck. Look at. <laughs> Look at fucking Ultimate Warrior, blood. Ultimate Warrior's fucking shoulders. <clears throat> they look like a fucking carved fucking mountain. He's probably got the nicest hair out of everybody because it's all tweezed and and like highlighted and bleached. <laughs> um, he's the only one wearing face paint, and his uh, his uniform looks like a hot Cheeto bag. <laughs> and then a Macho Man, he looks like he just woke up, but you never you would never know because he, he his fucking sunglasses always says something. It says maniacs right now. What the fuck? Ultimate maniacs? Huh. Was that a team? Anyway, he looks like a fucking pack of starbursts. <laughs> Undertaker is so young in this fucking photo, man. Like, Undertaker looks like... He almost looks like one of those, like, Chucky dolls. Or like a... Um, he looks like he looks like someone from like I mean like Sweden or Ireland. Bret Hart kinda looks like a like a chick. But you know, Bret Hart, he's fucking beast. Um kinda looks like a chick though. I always wanted a pair of his glasses. I remember remember he would he would put the fucking glasses on some kid or something. British Bulldog kinda looks like a like a fat chick, but hella muscles. His, his, he, has, he has such a huge head with like dreads and like beads. But that motherfucker was a sav. <laughs> he, um, <laughs> kind of looks like, kind of looks like a chef. Yeah. But I think the thing <laughs> with, with Macho Man looking like a Starburst pack and, um, Ultimate Warrior. Ultimate Warrior's paint, though, is pretty fucking sick. Whoever came up with his paint schemes on his face, give that fucker an award. Get a fucking tattoo like that. <laughs> Ooh. 
something everybody needs. This trailer tent turns your family car into a camp fortress. Dude, it's dope. It's it's like a little um, it's like a little trailer that hooks onto back of your uh, to back of your tow hook, and you just tow this trailer. Um, says over about a thousand pounds for the tow. I mean, it's pretty sick because a, a tent folds out of it. How much is this shit? <coughs> Seventy five hundred. Fuck. That's a fucking motorcycle, dude. But pretty sick. In and out managers now earn more than the average. Damn, In-N-Out managers now earn more than the average for architects and pharmacists. God damn. That means they're making six figures. In-N-Out manager makes more than 160000 a year. What the fuck? In-N-Out revealed the new salary details in an interview with the California Sun... Damn. In fact, 160 a year is more than the average salary of both architects, which is about 76,930, and pharmacists, which is 122,230, according to data from the US News. Holy shit, man. If you're a pharmacist, dude, you're raking it. Architects, 76,000? I mean, you're not really doing the the labor but I think architects could be replaced soon by either robots or uh, Filipino kids <laughs> kidding I can say that because I'm Filipino right and I said if there was a Chinese kid I'm kidding yeah it's different um but yeah that that's proof I mean in and out manager that makes being an in-and-out manager sounds so cool. Is it the store manager or is it just the manager? The average in-and-out manager. What the fuck is the average in-and-out manager? Damn. That's pretty impressive, though. Scientists invent testicle cooling devices that is set to go on sale when... <laughs> testicle cooling device and mind you this is a it, it looks like a jock strap but for your fucking nuts oh wow dude I would love to see the promotional video for this <laughs> according to business insider to produce sperm testicles need to be one to two to oh so that's why they need this shit because some people some people fucking can't produce this shit, which is, you know, totally understandable. Male infertility can be caused by many different factors like tight clothes, regular use of saunas, sitting at a computer, or sitting at a computer, fuck, or driving a car for hours on end. Other contributing factors are unhealthy lifestyles, including smoking, bad diets, and obesity. Cool tech. The company behind the device claims that disorders in sperm production are most commonly associated with elevated 
testicular temperatures. What kind of fucking underwear are you wearing? Fuck. I wonder if there's a video, promo video. Well, that's going to do it for today's or tonight's podcast. Um, I want to thank everyone for uh, listening tonight and for subscribing. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, Instagram.com, uh, at Sean underscore Pierre underscore, uh, Facebook.com slash Sean Pierre photo, and uh, the website again, hopefully, is coming soon. Uh, right, have a good night, guys.